0: A spectacular play turned in by Bellinger. A
1: remarkable catch by Wolfie for Taylor who
0: makes it Ivan catch. And yeah. You got
1: this right here. Slip the work the work ball to left. And deep. And look oh! and goal!
2: Pitch?
0: This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck.
2: Your pregame look at the L.A. Dodgers as we take you to first pitch. Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck is presented by Chevrolet. By New Roads. UCLA Health.
3: Keeping you on top of your game.
2: Children's Hospital L.A.
3: From cold to cancer, we got
0: this. The second eye-popping play. Wow!
2: WSS.
0: For all your footwear
4: needs. Proud partner of the Dodgers.
2: Shakey's Pizza.
4: Get more meal for your deal at Shakey's today.
2: And by your SoCal Toyota dealers. We
4: make it easy. Now your
2: host for Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. How do you not love him?
5: Tim Cates. Hi, everybody, and welcome into Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck. Hope you are well on this Friday afternoon. Your Los Angeles Dodgers, 86 and 37 on this season, best record in baseball. First place atop the NL West. The magic number to clinch the division is down to 19 games after a five and one homestand. The Dodgers now head east for a seven-game road trip. First stop is Miami and a four-game series with the Marlins this afternoon. Tyler Anderson gets the start. First pitch coming up at 340. Coming up over the next 60 minutes here on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. we got a lot to get to. We're going to hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. We'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup as the Marlins elect to go with an opener. In 30 minutes, your chance to win season tickets to Six Flags Magic Mountain. David Vasse will stop by. DV will also go one-on-one. Dodger third base coach Dino Ebel. Shortly, we'll hear from Keir Anderson Watson, who's on the field there in Miami in just a couple of minutes. We'll send it out to the booth with Charlie Steiner and Jose Mota, who are on the call this afternoon. Well, Dodgers were off yesterday. Before that, Wednesday night at the Ravine, they wrapped up the homestand as Heaney brought the heat, and the Dodgers doubled up the Brewers. Andrew Heaney got the start on Wednesday. The Dodger left-hander with one of his best outings of this season. Remember, he's been hurt a couple of different times, but Heaney's six strong innings. He allowed just two runs on four hits while striking out ten along the way. Heaney got into some trouble early. Third-pitch of the game, Willie Adamas, a solo home run. The Brewers were up one to nothing. Heaney, though, to his credit, settled in after that. While the Dodgers' offense, well, they teed off on Brewers starter Adrian Hauser. Bottom of the first, Freddie Freeman, RBI single. That tied the game in one. Justin Turner, then, an RBI single. Dodgers were up 2-1. Up came Cody Bellinger.
0: Bellinger just 2-0-2 with runners in scoring position this year, and here comes the full count pitch. There go the runners, and there's a line drive face hit into right field. In to score is Freeman. In to score is Turner. Holding at third is Gallo. Sliding into second is Bellinger. And the Dodgers take a 4-1 lead. Cody Bellinger, a two-run double.
5: The Dodgers sent nine batters to the plate in the first inning. Nine as they took a 4-1 to lead. After the Brewers got one back in the top of the third, Dodgers then went on a scoring spree. Austin Barnes a fielder's choice that scored Chris Taylor Dodgers up five to two in the fourth another Dodger carousel Max Muncy sack fly Joey Gallo a two-run double Austin Barnes an RBI single Dodgers with four in the fourth and again they send nine batters to the plate in the inning they are up nine to two it was a blowout in the fifth Dodgers tacked on another one on a Max Muncy sack fly Dodgers up ten to two in the sixth Austin Barnes put the cherry
0: on top three and two with two out Alexander to Barnes. And a fly ball to left. Yellich going back. And it is gone. A home run. So what else is new? The Dodgers hit parade has been relentless. It is 12 to 2 as Barnes hammers his 6th home run of the year. Austin Barnes,
5: the two-run home run. Dodgers up 12-2. Andrew Heaney went the six innings, turned it over to the bullpen. little shaky. Caleb Ferguson gave up a pair of runs in the seventh. Brewsdar Gratterall then came in, cleaned up the seventh inning, pitched a scoreless eighth. Hanser Alberto got the ninth. Yeah, Hanser Alberto, his sixth time as a position player pitching in a game this year. He gave up a two-run home run to Hunter Renfro. Didn't matter, though. A wild night for the Dodgers offense, who twice sent nine batters to the plate in an inning. They go on and beat the Brewers 12-6. Heaney gets the win. Austin Austin Barnes goes two for four, a home run, for ribbies. With the win, the Dodgers now 86-37. and The magic number to clinch the NL West is now 19. And now they hit the road. First up, a four-game series in Miami. Tyler Anderson on the mound. And with more, we head out to Miami and say
0: hello to Charlie Steiner and Jose Mota. Guys? All right, Tim, it's the Dodgers and the Marlins, the first of a four-game series here in Miami. It's a wraparound series, that is to say Monday is the final game of the set, then up to New York for three more, and a big showdown with the Mets. Dodgers begin play tonight at 86-37, and by far the best record in Major League Baseball. Now, if they go 31-8 and between now and the end of the regular season, they'll win 117 games that would make the Dodgers the winningest team in baseball history over the course of a season. Can they do it? Well, why not? In the last 40, they've gone 32 and eight. In the last 50, they've gone 41 and nine. That's how good these Dodgers have been. And uh, Jose Boda is joining us in the booth this weekend. Rick Monday, hoo-ha, is Mr. Television. And so, Jose, as, as you've watched this team in your first year back with the ball club, what is your sense of how they've played and how they've gone about their business?
6: First of all, Charlie, great to be back with you, my friend. Uh, it's about resiliency of a team that's come back 35 times and consistency in what has distinguished the Dodgers organization for so many years, which is what? Pitching. Starting pitching, relief really pitching. With all this, Charlie, remember, there have been some pieces missing. When Walker Buehler went down, it's was like, okay, what's going to happen now? Daniel Hudson went down. Trina went down. But, they're a resilient ball club that takes day-to-day, as boring as it might sound, it is what they concentrate on. They have the stars at the top. They have guys that really do a great job complimenting the guys at the top of that lineup and being good situational hitters. And then you look at the power. Yes, yeah, They're a slugging team. They have power. They can run. But in a ballpark like this, Charlie, go out there and take the extra base because no matter what, the Dodgers are known to manufacture runs. Only 36.7% of those runs they've scored have come via the home run.
0: You mentioned the 35 come from behind wins, which is the most in baseball. They'll also get you, if they don't get you at the end, they'll get you at the beginning. With so far this season, they're 61-10 and 10 when they score first.
6: It always helps to have a little cushion, and the Dodgers starters have shown the ability. One or five runs to always keep you in the ball game and know that the offense is not going to shut down after three innings.
0: And Tyler Anderson's going to get the start for the Dodgers tonight. Here are the poor Marlins who are at 54 and 70, hopelessly out of the race. And they're starting tonight with an opener. And so they're going to have a bullpen game against Tyler Anderson, who's merely in search of his 14th win of the season against two losses. That's what's on paper. Of course, now they're going to have to play the game. We will detail the pitching matchup a little later on in the hour, Tim. All
5: right, thank you, guys. We're off and running on Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on this Friday. We'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts coming up, Dodger third-base coach Dino Ebel. We'll check in with David Basset. We'll break down this pitching matchup, your chance to play the Six Flags' most thrilling play of the game contest. But up next, we go one-on-one with Kirsten Watson from the field in Miami as we lead you up to first pitch, Dodgers and Marlins. Thanks for being with us. I'm Tim Cates, this Los Angeles Dodgers Audio
2: Network. This is Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. On On your home for the blue, all season long.
5: It's the Dodgers and Marlins on this Friday afternoon for Miami. Tyler Anderson and Tommy Nance, the pitching matchup. First pitch coming up at 340.
2: This is Kirsten's Corner with Kirsten Watson.
5: Brought to you by Cars for Kids, your trusted charity for car donations. Also accepts donations of boats, RVs, motorcycles, and real estate. Call today at 877-CARS-FOR-KIDS or online at carsforkids.org. That's cars with a K. Here we are, Kirsten, this Dodgers team running away with the division. Late August, magic number is down to 19. They're taking on a Marlins team they just swept last weekend at Dodgers Stadium. How does this Dodgers team keep that eye on the prize?
7: Yeah, no, that's a really good question because, look, you said it. They're having so much success. They're also having just so much fun at the moment that offense has been explosive. So, it, it, for this team, they do a really good job of staying in the moment. And whenever you talk about the, to the guys, most of them aren't really aware of what's happening. Um, they always know that they're winning a lot, but they're not always looking at the exact numbers of how this season, how they could be the breaking the record for the most wins in a major league season, things like that. They're not really paying attention to that. So for them, it's just they come each day and they do their job. And there's leaders in this clubhouse, whether it's guys like Trey Turner and Freddie Freeman, who make it a focus to play every single day. And they'll start to kind of get a day off here and there once they clinch for the division. And uh, but you have so many guys who, Keep that focus. They also, are a few guys who are part of the 2017 uh, season, in which September came and they lost 17 games. And so, was going was talking about the other day. They know they cannot do that. They're aware of that. It's a different team this year, so there's more of a chance they will be able to stay away from that. But it is something that has crossed the players' mind, and uh, they they just kind they all say it's just staying in the moment. And you find little things here and there, but you have to play. It's, each day and take one game at a time. And so they're going to do that again this series. They recognize how important it is to continue to win. Um, just keep it going, keep the momentum going. That's, that's what the guys are saying for the most
5: part. Looking at this lineup against the Marlins on this Friday, Kirsten, I don't see Gavin Lux. What's the latest on him?
7: Yeah, we were hoping Gavin would be back today. He's um, still dealing with his neck stuff, uh, a little bit of stiffness there. He is feeling better, though, and today he took some swings in the cage. So depending on how he comes out of this today, there's a good chance that we can see him in the lineup tomorrow. So that is the hope for now. Uh, so we got about 24 hours, so we'll find out. But hopefully he will be back out there tomorrow.
5: Speaking of hope, we're hoping that Clayton Kershaw comes out of this sim game tomorrow, still injury-free and hopefully return soon.
7: Yeah, so he's going to throw four innings tomorrow tomorrow. Uh, Things are staying on schedule, which is really good for him. He's feeling good. He's been out here. He's got his son Charlie with him here today, so they're having some fun. But after tomorrow's sim game, hopefully he'll continue to progress and feel healthy. then After that will be activation, and it's looking like it could be Thursday, which would be in New York, or it could be Friday, which would be back in Los Angeles. So no decision just yet, um, but those two days are, are on the table. One would be regular rest, and one would
5: be an extra day. Either way, just be glad to have number 22 back in the rotation. Kirsten, appreciate it. We'll check in with you after the game. Coming up here on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. We'll preview this pitching matchup. We'll hear from Dodger third-base coach Dino Ebel. But up next, we'll get you an injury report, and we'll check in with Dodger manager Dave Roberts. It's a Dodgers and Marlins. First pitch at 340. I'm Tim Cates. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network.
2: This this, this is Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. Dodgers on deck, y'all. On the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball.
5: Dodgers in Miami to take on the Marlins. Tyler Anderson, Tommy Nance, the pitching matchup. Nance, an opener for the Marlins. First pitch coming up at 340.
2: The L.A. Dodgers injury Injury Report. report. Brought to you by UCLA Health.
5: The official medical partner the Los Angeles Dodgers, Gavin Lux, not in the lineup again today. You heard Kirsten mention it. Sore neck. He is day-to-day. Gavin Lux, day-to-day. Clayton Kershaw, hopefully coming back. In a couple of days. On the IL with the sore lower back, he's going to throw a four-inning sim game tomorrow. Everything checks out okay. He'll get to start in New York on Thursday next week or back home at Dodger Stadium on Friday. Yancey Almonte on the IL to the sore elbow. He's going to go on a minor league rehab assignment. Currently, the Dodgers with four relievers on rehab assignments. Blake Trinan, Tommy Canely, Victor Gonzalez, all in Oklahoma City. Danny Duffy is scheduled to go to Rancho Cucamonga in the next week. Walker Bueller, Daniel Hudson, both done. For this season, let's head back out to Miami and check in with the Dodger skipper.
2: Anything else for Dave? Dave, do you think. Other questions for Dave? Dave, can you just describe. Dave, can you talk about the pressure? In the dugout with Dave Roberts.
7: Uh, Dave, when you just. There's been so many conversations about how you guys are having such a historic season, but at what point, obviously it's the end of August, but at what point do you have to not only start planning for the postseason, whether it's with the starting rotation, but even with getting guys some rest? Is there kind of a timeline in your head that you're starting to kind of look ahead to?
4: Um, I, I think every player is different uh, as far as uh, position players, uh, workload. Versus um, starters and and managing their you know workload versus guys in the pen and then you're starting talking about sort of roles. Um, I think right now um, we're still of the mind of just continuing to just uh, win as many games as we can, play good baseball. Um, but yeah, I, I think in the next couple of weeks I'll start having some conversations with players as far as um, you know taking a day here or there and. Once we get to uh, September, we're going to have two more players, uh, one position player, one pitcher. So that can kind of uh, enhance enhance the roster and also can cut back a little bit. But in the next couple weeks, we'll start having some more conversations. Every time
7: I've talked to the guys, they talk about how they just are so focused on just staying in the moment, taking it day by day, and not really looking at all of the numbers and everything that's going on outside. Uh, How have you seen them kind of handle that, and how they're approaching each game this season?
4: I think they're handling it great. Um, you know, I, I talk a lot about certain players are just built to play every day. And I think that now when you look at, you know, our, our clubhouse, our ball club, we have 26 players and coaches that are just focused on being in the moment. And I think that's been the secret sauce of how we've continued to play well throughout the course of the season. Um, it, it's something that over time has kind of been able to hold. And we certainly have players that have bought into that.
7: How's Gavin feeling?
4: Um, Better today. Uh, So from what I understand, he's going to swing the bat today in the cage. And um, if that goes well, he'll be in the lineup tomorrow. And
8: everything's still on track for Clayton
4: tomorrow to throw to me? Yeah, yeah, it's a little early for him. Um, I I think it's going to be 1.30 um, in our early slot. But yeah, four innings tomorrow.
5: Where would that put him to make a start after that if it goes well?
4: Um, well, you know, it's it's either the option of regular or which would be Thursday or an extra day, which would be Friday. So um, we haven't decided on which, which yet, but it's probably going to be one of those two.
1: With the flight thing, is there one that's easier on him to pitch before doing a
8: cross-country flight or, or being able to go out early and get ready?
4: No, no. Um, That's a fair question, but I think, uh, fortunately, the way we travel, uh, being on a charter, he can stand up, and and actually, that's easier than a commercial going back. Yeah.
5: All right, there's Dave Roberts. Some positive news on Gavin Lux and Clayton Kershaw. So that's good news on this Friday. Down the dugout with Dave Roberts, brought to you by Alignment Health. Get the freedom you deserve with Alignment Health Plan's AVA PPO plan. Visit AlignmentHealthPlan.com today. Will we continue here on Dodgers on Deck? We'll check in with David Basset. We lead you up to first pitch for Miami Dodgers and Marlins. I'm Tim Cates, this is Los Angeles Dodgers audio network.
2: This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on We've got a game. On your home for LA Dodgers baseball.
5: It's the Dodgers and Marlins on this Friday afternoon. Tyler Anderson, Tommy Nance, the opener will go for Miami. First pitch coming
2: up at 3:40. Joining Tim Cates on Dodgers on Deck. I accept everybody for who they are. This is Dodger Insider, David
3: Bassett. All
5: right, David. uh, First off, I heard you talk to Eric Karros on Dodger Talk last night about this, but it's it's a big question for the Dodgers, right? How are they going to approach this final four to five weeks of the season?
1: I'm not sure everybody realizes how close we are to the finish line of the regular season. Once the Dodgers return back from this seven-game road trip, Tim, next Friday, a week from today, there will only be 26 games left in the regular season. The Dodgers will play 26 games in 28 days to close out the regular season, including a doubleheader at Dodger Stadium against the Arizona Diamondbacks. And I'm not going to say these games don't mean anything. But they are less significant for the Dodgers than, let's say, the Mets and Braves, who only are separated by two games in the NL East. So the Dodgers are going to use a full complement of a pitching staff to be able to get through that many games in just 28 days. That means guys like Ryan Pepio are going to be seen a lot. That means David Price may be used in an opener role. That means possibly Danny Duffy, if he's healthy, will be used during that stretch of games to uh, give extra days rest to the pitchers that are going to be counted upon in October. And I know everybody's freaking out that (laughs) Dave Roberts has talked about a six-man or a seven-man rotation Well, yeah, they may use seven different pitchers in that span of 26 games and 28 days to lessen the load on the horses they are going to count on in October. Those games don't mean anything, especially the last six against the Rockies at Dodgers Stadium. Those, to me, are going to be very spring training-like games for the Dodgers.
5: Dave, no matter what happens the final month of the season, it's already been a
1: historic 2022 for this Dodgers team. It really has, Tim. If you look at what happened when they closed out this last homestand, that was a stretch of 50 games where the Dodgers won 41 of them. They became just the sixth team in the expansion era since 1960 to have a stretch like that where they went 41-9. And, oh, by the way, two other Dodger teams in the last 10 years are part of that group. The 2013 Dodgers that exploded when Yasiel Puig burst onto the scene and Hanlon Ramirez came back off the I.L. And then the 2017 Dodgers that went to the World Series also had that type of stretch. And people keep asking me, what's the best Dodger team I've seen over the course of the last 11 years? It would be those three teams, the 13 Dodgers, the 17 Dodgers, and now the 2022 dodgers
5: dave is brought to you by ford now during the ford summer Supercharged sales event rev up your summer with great offers on select ford vehicles you'll not only bring the fun this summer you'll supercharge it visit your southern california ford dealer to learn more dave we heard dave roberts talk about kershaw's sim game tomorrow sounds like good news he could be coming back real soon.
1: Yeah, I know Dave Roberts was talking about him starting either in New York or a week from today at Dodgers Stadium against the Padres. I'll put it to you this way, Tim. Clayton Kershaw and I will both be making our return next Friday at Dodgers Stadium.
5: (laughs) That is awesome. By the way, how are you feeling, Dave? How's the wrist?
1: Feeling great, Tim. Got mobility, so Dr. Shin has worked his magic on yet another (laughs) high-powered athlete body.
5: Uh, Speaking of high-powered athlete, Tyler Anderson is having a great 2022 season. Dave, how's he doing
1: this? He's a pitcher. I I talked to Mark Pryor, the Dodgers pitching coach, last week at Dodgers Stadium, and he said in this day and age of velocity that Tyler Anderson has gone back to traditional pitching, being a pitcher, moving north and south, moving east and west with a – 90-plus mile-an-hour fastball, and a devastating changeup. And it's equated into having the lowest hard-hit contact of any pitcher in baseball. Him and Julio Rios are top two in, uh, in that category. So that's the way he's been able to do it. He's been a pitcher. He hasn't been a thrower. And Mark Pryor and Connor McGinnis certainly deserve a lot of credit for his success.
5: Mark your calendars. Friday, September 2nd, the return... Of David Vasse to Dodgers. Clayton Kershaw. And Clayton Clayton Kershaw. Kershaw. And Clayton (laughs) Kershaw. All right, Dave, we'll check back in with you in just a couple of minutes. I need three contestants. It's time for the Six Flags Most Thrilling Play of the Game contest, 866-987-2570. You predict the player in the inning the most thrilling play will happen, and if you're correct, you're going to win season passes to Six Flags Magic Mountain. That number, 866-987-2570. It's the Dodgers and Marlins on this Friday afternoon. First pitch at 340. I'm Tim Cates. the Los Angeles Dodgers.
2: Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Morongo Casino Casino Dodgers on deck deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball.
5: It's the Dodgers and Marlins from Miami, the start of a four-game wraparound series. It'll go through Monday. Tyler Anderson and Tommy Nance, the pitching
2: matchup. First pitch set for 340. The thrilling play of the game is brought to you by Six Flags Magic Mountain, where Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest single-rail coaster in the world, and the record 20th coaster is now open. Rise above all else at the thrill capital of the world. All right, our three contestants are
5: ready to go. Jeremy, start us off. Jeremy, what is your guest this afternoon? Let's go Trey Turner in the first. Trey Turner, right in the first inning. All right. Good luck to you, Jeremy. Phil, you are next up. What is your guest today, Phil?
3: Mookie Betts in the sixth.
5: Mookie Betts in the sixth inning, all right. Art, our third and final contestant on this Friday. Art, what's your guess? Oh,
6: yeah, I'm gonna go with Mookie Betts in the third.
5: Mookie Betts in the third inning, all right. Good luck to Art, Phil, and Jeremy. Our three contestants today in the Six Flags, most thrilling play of the game contest. Remember, conquer the new Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest, single rail coaster in the world. Rise above all else, Six Flags, the Magic Mountain. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with Rick Monday as we're leading up to first pitch. Dodgers and Marlins from Miami. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network.
2: This is Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck. On your home for the blue all season long. long.
5: It's the Dodgers and Marlins on this Friday afternoon. The first of four for Miami. Tyler Anderson and Tommy Nance, the pitching matchup. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Shakey's. Home of the original pizza, chicken and mojo's. The triple play of flavor on game night. Feed the group for about 10 bucks a person, only at Shakey's. Still to come, we'll hear from Dino Ebel, Dodger third base coach. We'll get to the keys to the game. Plus... I'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup, but first... And now,
2: joined by David Basset, here's L.A. Dodgers broadcaster and World Series champion Dodger, Rick Monday.
1: Well, Los Angeles is Rick Monday's original home. His second home is Florida, Vero Beach, and I'm sure it's great to be back home with the Dodgers in Miami, Rick.
8: Well, it is, and it was a nice little uh, commute last night. Uh, the Dodgers charter coming in, uh, had a car service uh, just sitting right there, got to go home. Um, and then spent some time today before coming down. It's always dialing for dollars anyway. I mean, it doesn't (laughs) matter really where you are, whether it be in L.A. and trying to hit one of the freeways on a Friday afternoon or even the turnpike in Florida and coming down. So just left a little bit early. But it is nice to get back home. Uh, There's no question about it. You kind of recharge the batteries. And uh, if you start to look around, you know, on on this road trip, David, uh, you know, the Dodgers has been a number of years since they've been a Dodger town uh, in Vero Beach, where now I, I've resided there now for the last uh, 23 years. Uh, and then on this road trip also, they'll be going to New York, which oddly enough, you look at it, well, the Dodgers used to be in Brooklyn. And then were offered uh, some land actually in Queens, not too far, uh, right where the ballpark is right now. So Citi Field. So, if you go back, this is going to be somewhat of a nostalgic uh, road trip for some that remember both Brooklyn and Los Angeles, in a particular Dodger Town, where they were there training for over six decades. Rick,
1: yourself and other Dodger legends have told me how special Dodger Town was in Vero Beach. And they don't talk about the fields, they talk about the dining hall. What made that so special, and why did that create so many stories?
8: Because everyone ate together, and I think if you go back really into the history, I mean, when they first took over that uh, abandoned Navy base where during World War II, they trained the night fighters, uh, the the flyers there. In Melbourne, they they trained, I think it was the torpedo um, uh, planes uh, just 30 miles north of there, but at Dodger Town with originally the barracks that were there, two-story barracks and then the dining hall. And there's some great photos, and you can see them around Dodger Stadium as well that it showed uh, it didn't matter if you were in A-Ball or if you were in the big leagues. Most everyone at that time stayed on base at Dodgertown. So you might sit down for breakfast maybe with Duke Snyder. You might sit down for breakfast with Jackie Robinson. You might sit down at breakfast with who knows who you're going to be with and you're in A-Ball. So uh, they were able to commingle the minor leagues with the the major leagues, and you really got the feeling then, and it carried on even when they upgraded the, the facilities into the dining room, that there was a great camaraderie within the organization as a result of setting down and, and everything was one. Oh, there were two different locker rooms but it was the same uniform and you might be breaking bread with somebody that you were saying hey wait a minute i've, I've been looking at you for about three or four years in college and now i'm setting down i would love to be in your place at the major league level and sometimes it worked
1: how did your manager tommy lasorda fit into that dining hall and how loud was he and how much attention did he command did he command the
8: room uh, you know, the dining room was always, uh, in my experience, has been uh, a quiet. It's been respectful. And uh, even to this day, you know, Major League Baseball has taken over uh, historic Dodger Town and now it's the Jackie Robinson Training Center. And in that dining room, there is a great mural that is painted. And it's probably, oh, I'm thinking uh, 30 feet at least, if you're looking at it from the back of the dining room, 30 feet from left to right and in that uh, dining room on that mural it's dodger stadium so you know there was a close connection and there still is even though other events are taking place the rbi program the you know reviving baseball in inner cities uh, as a result of the jackie robinson training center now they have their world series being held at now jackie robinson training center Uh, The umpiring uh, training is also there. That takes place in uh, early January or late, uh, I should say late January or early February. And uh, for those, we mentioned before, too, if if someone is interested in professional umpiring, uh, check out Major League Baseball, because this year they're also helping, from a financial standpoint, those that might be interested, screen, and maybe qualify to attend uh, the uh, the umpiring school that's going to be ad- located at the uh, historic Dodger Town. I've been there a few different times, and, and the people that run that are just uh, top-notch. They go over the rules. It's really something to just go and observe, even if you're not interested in being an umpire, if you're in the area to go see. They're in the classrooms in the morning, and then in the afternoon, they're on the field, and they throw everything at them. They throw different scenarios as far as the rules, They throw different scenarios as far as the pitching, the strike zone, the camaraderie, the professionalism of umpires. It's really something to watch. And then when you see in the big leagues, the reason those umpires are here, they're the best available in the major leagues.
1: Hey, they talk about the field of dreams in Iowa. To me, the field of dreams has always been Holman Stadium and Dodgertown in Vero Beach. Maybe the Dodgers should play a game there one day, Rick.
8: Well, in a lot of our minds, David, <laughs> we play games there almost every day.
1: Love it. Rick, thanks so much. I know we went off on this tangent, but I really do believe it's important for us never to forget the history of the Dodgers, even at Vero Beach, Dodger Town. Thanks a lot, Rick.
8: I'll tell you what, David, you get the wrist ready and uh, you get healthy. Come down to Florida. We'll go to Dodger Town. Jackie Robinson Training Center, we'll, and we'll play catch.
1: That would be a dream come true. I'm going to hold you to that, Rick, and then we'll go to grinding grape after, okay?
8: Hey, bring it on down. I (laughs) I know somebody there. I can get you a real good uh, table and a real good seat, and you'll enjoy the music.
1: Okay, perfect. Tim, I got a trip to Florida scheduled. We'll send it back to you.
5: All right, thank you, guys. Grinding great. That sounds like a great place to go. I'm in as well. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by City of Hope, a world-renowned research and treatment center for cancer, diabetes, and other life-threatening diseases. Still to come here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll get you a preview of this pitching matchup. Charlie and Jose are calling the game. They'll have the keys to the game. But up next, we go high and tight with Dino Ebel. Dodger third base coach. It's the Dodgers and Marlins on this Friday afternoon. First pitch at 340. I'm Tim Cates. This Los Angeles Dodgers. Audio network.
2: This this, this is Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck. Dodgers on deck, y'all. On the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball.
6: Looking to sell your junk car? Jose Motor here. Pick your part is Southern California's leading car buyer paying top dollar for your vehicle today. Call 800-962-CARS and let pick your part hit a home run for you. It's
5: the Dodgers and Marlins. Game one of a four-game set for Miami. Tyler Anderson, the left-hander, will go for the Dodgers. Tommy Nance out of Long Beach. He'll be the opener for Miami today. I don't know how long he'll be out there as they go with the bullpen game. First pitch is coming up at 340. Today's Dodger game plan is sponsored by California Community Colleges. Create your game plan for life with a college education. Enroll today at ICanGoToCollege.com. Still to come, Charlie and Jose will get you the keys to the game. I'm going to dive deeper into this pitching
2: matchup. But first, David Vasse. And now, what will likely be Vasse fielding insults from a Dodger player. It's an engagement of endearment. This is High and Tight.
1: Well, the Dodgers are in Miami, but there's been some big announcements pertaining to the World Baseball Classic next season. Mookie Betts has said he will participate. And also, there's a dream team coaching staff that involves the best third base coach in all of Major League Baseball. I've been telling you that for years, and he is part of the Team USA coaching staff as their third base coach for the World Baseball Classic, and that is the Dodgers' very own Dino Ebel. Dino, thanks a lot for the time, and congratulations.
3: Oh thanks David for having me on and yes, thank you for uh you know uh announcing that on the on the radio show. It's an exciting time uh, for myself and the family and for just being part of the uh you know the USA uh World Baseball Classic. So I can't wait for it. What was uh, the
1: motivation for you to say, you know what, I wanna be part of this?
3: Oh uh, absolutely. Wearing wearing the jersey on, you know, USA representing this country and the dream team that they're putting it, you know, putting together. Uh, the captain, Mike Trout. Now that Mookie's uh, joined in, it's uh, it's it's uh, you know, can't wait for that. And just some of the big names that are in it: Bryce Harper, Goldschmidt, Arenado, Story. I mean, the list goes on and on. And uh, you know, uh, and I'm sure there's going to be more big names uh, popping up. So uh, it's exciting. It's uh, something that I've always wanted to do. You know, represent the country to wear the, the USA jersey, and I can't wait for it.
1: The players themselves are superstars, but your coaching staff, including yourself, the best of the best as far as pitching coaches, Dave Rigetti, as far as uh, the manager, Mark DeRosa, he's an up-and-comer in that department. And how about Ken Griffey Jr., the hitting coach?
3: Absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, I talked to Mark the other day, and, uh, we, you know, we, we talked for about half an hour. Uh, both excited uh, for the opportunity, especially for Mark. I'm happy for Mark. He's, uh, you know, he's been in the game a long time, and I know his name has been mentioned before. But this is going to be a great opportunity for him uh, to manage a team like this and the staff that he has. You know, Jerry Manuel, the bench coach. You mentioned Rigetti, Pettit, and Griffey. So, you know, working with Ken Griffey uh, is going to be uh, special for me. Lou Collier, the first base coach, gets to know him. So as a staff, you go in there and uh, you have all these uh, guys that have been in the game a long time. You pick each other's brain. We're going to have an all-star lineup, so uh, it's going to be fun uh, to to participate in those meetings and and hear all the the wealth of knowledge that's been in the game for a long, long time. I can't wait for that either. It's going to be awesome.
1: Dodgers third base coach Dino Ebel is our guest. He is going to be part of the Team USA coaching staff for the World Baseball Classic next spring. Now, you mentioned Mike Trout as the captain of Team USA. He has a special place in his heart for you. Is he the one that's recruiting all these players to participate for Team USA?
3: (laughs) Well, I sure hope so. You know, I texted him and uh, told him that, uh, you know, this is going to be uh, a great situation for uh, Team USA to you know to have him because he's never done this before, and uh, and the, the, you know you're Mike Trout, and if you give a guy a call and you want him to play on the team, I think they're going to consider it big time. So hopefully uh, he's doing that. Uh, you know, get some. You know, they've announced all the position players. I haven't seen anything on the roster yet with the pitcher, so I'm sure he's out there, and all the other guys are talking to the pitchers to get him on board. So. Um, yeah, I think he has a big part uh, to do to do with this, getting these guys to come on and play on Team USA.
1: To be as good as you are, Dino, and to be able to focus on the game of baseball, you have two great kids at home out there in Rancho Cucamonga. I know you need support from your wife, and your wife is uh, celebrating a very special day today, so you uh, you give her the love that she deserves from Miami.
3: Oh, man, That's, uh, thanks for doing that, Dave. It's her birthday today. She's the, she's the one that holds everything down at the Ford at home. Uh, you know, as, as, as you know and everybody else knows, I'm on the road a lot and uh, raising uh, Brady and Trey and both high school guys now at the same school. So I just want to wish my wife a happy birthday, and uh, she deserves the best. And, you know, she knows I love her, and uh, we'll just uh, continue to have more birthdays together, celebrate together.
1: She's driving the pool holes car right now for her birthday.
3: <laughs> hey, she can do it. She, she's home, so if she's out there. She, she, she's uh, well-deserved in driving that car. She, uh, that, that car sits in the garage most of the time, but she wants to drive it, it's her day. So just don't tell her, David, if she hadn't done it yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> dino thanks a lot for the time congratulations on being recognized as the best at what you do and being part of team usa we have known it for years i'm just glad you got the recognition on this stage so congratulations
3: no thank you so much dave and uh you know, just continue to keep working hard and um, you know moving forward and uh, get this you know get us into the playoffs and have a good run at this thing and hopefully bring it home back to la
1: that would be beautiful. There he goes, Dodgers third base coach Dino Ebel, Tim. We'll send it back to you.
5: All right, thanks a lot, David. Thanks a lot, Dino. Happy birthday to your wife. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Metro. Celebrating the real MVPs of Los Angeles, our bus operators. Remember to thank your driver. Leading up to first pitch on this Friday, it's the Dodgers and Marlins from Miami. Up next, we'll break down this pitching matchup. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network.
2: This is Morongo Casino, Dodgers on day. On your home for L.A. Dodgers baseball.
5: It's the Dodgers and Marlins on this Friday afternoon. The first of four from Miami. First pitch coming up at 340. And now
2: before the Dodgers, Dodgers hit the diamond, we look at the pitching matchup.
5: Presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers. New vehicles like Sleek New Camrys are arriving daily at your Toyota dealer. To see all offers or find a dealer near you visit Toyota.com. They make it easy. Tyler Anderson on the mound 13-2, two, 273 ERA. The 32-year-old left-hander making his 22nd start of the year. He is tied for second on the team in wins with Julio yes. Last time out, seven innings, one run, five hits, six strikeouts but a no decision against the Marlins last weekend. He is 1-3 in, in his career at the 362 and 31 strikeouts against Miami. Tommy Nance gets to start for Miami. 31-year-old right-hander out of Long Beach, went to Long Beach Wilson High School, Long Beach State, Cypress College, and Santa Clara. Undrafted out of college, he played independent baseball before signing with the Cubs in 2016. Made his major league debut last year with the Cubs at the age of 30. was 1-1 with a 7.22 2 ERA in 27 games, released by the Cubs during spring training, signed by the Marlins. He's been a reliever. He's made one start this year. That was against the Braves on August 13th. He went three innings, mostly reliever. This is a bullpen game for the Miami reliever, Tommy Nance. He'll go up against Tyler Anderson, Dodgers and Marlins. We're 15 minutes away from first pitch. Keys to the game are next. I'm Tim Cates. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network.
2: As we were saying this. Is Morongo Casino Casino Dodgers on deck deck? on the official home of LA Dodgers baseball?
5: It's the Dodgers and Marlins, Tyler Anderson and Tommy Nance, the pitching matchup. Miami going with the opener and Nance. Fans, where you need the very best care for your child, go to Children's Hospital Los Angeles, ranked number one in California for pediatric care. Find the right doctor at chla.org. All right, before first pitch,
0: let's head back out to the booth of Miami Final Check in with Charlie and Jose. Guys? It's the first of four here in Miami, Tim, and the Dodgers at 86 and 37. They're just cruising to the finish line. They're focused now, stay healthy. They have one more goal this year. It's simple, just win the final game of the season, not the regular season, the final game of the season. Tyler Anderson is making the start for the Dodgers tonight. This is his 24th appearance, his 22nd start of the season, 13 and two. And a 222 batting average against Tommy Nance is going to open for the Marlins tonight.
6: Well, we don't want to thing about Tyler Anderson. It's all about the changeup, but with that changeup has to come the ability to open up home plate in the outer half against right-handed batters. How does he do that, Charlie? He goes out there and utilizes his cutter efficiently. When they swing at it, it's a lot of hard contact that really they're looking for and they cannot find. So he finds the barrel at the end. He finds a barrel on the label that's why a Marlins team is a good match for them because the Marlins hit only 204 4 against lefties. And at Dodger Stadium against Anderson, they just could not get a hold of that changeup.
0: Since the All-Star Game, the Dodgers have averaged more than six runs per game. The Marlins have scored a total of 83 runs since the All-Star Game, averaging just two and a half runs per game.
6: So what the Dodgers are facing tonight is an opener. So, In other words, nothing new for them in terms of Different arms, different swings, different approach because they're one of the best teams facing bullpen. So Charlie, I expect the same patience, slugging ability, and also keep the line moving we do, do so well here in 2022. Keep the line
0: moving and we'll have the lineups and first pitch coming up. All right, thank you, Charlie. First
5: pitch when we come back, Dodgers and Marlins, the first of four, a wraparound series for Miami. It'll go through Monday, and then it's off to New York for a Tuesday, Wednesday, three game series against the Mets. Charlie and Jose have first pitch when we come back. I'm Tim Cates. This has been Morocco Casino. Dodgers on deck on the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. Enjoy the game, everybody.